anti-heroes. <laughs> that's all I want to say. I, I freaking adore anti-heroes. Welcome back, by the way. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you hadn't guessed, we're going to talk about anti-heroes. Anti-heroes is my favourite thing in the world. If you write them well, you can get a really good anti-hero. And one of the best anti-heroes I have seen uh, currently is Garcia Flynn from Timeless. And I don't care what anyone says, he is an anti-hero. <laughs> he does bad things for good reason. Here's like something I I like think about a lot and ponder about. Why do people love a good anti-hero? What is it about... People like being bad. <laughs> yeah, but what is it about anti-heroes that attracts us to them in the first place? Like, yes, people love people being bad, but for the right reasons. Like, Because yeah. anti-heroes do bad things for the sake of good. Or yeah. they do good things sometimes for the sake of being bad so it goes both ways yeah see my natural like attraction to an anti-hero is i have very ambiguous morals <laughs> so yes we... i love villains <laughs> and <laughs> i think everyone who's now listened to this like all the episodes before this has gathered, gathered. this now <laughs> like i Honestly, I wouldn't care if I smothered someone. That's really bad. Shouldn't say that. Don't say that. Don't repeat that. No. No bueno. <laughs> um, I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> um, but no, I, I have very ambiguous morals. <laughs> and so, like, those sort of things, I'm like, yeah, I like to do bad things. I don't have a good reason for doing bad things. But that person does, and I like them. Like, yeah. I like Garcia Flynn because he's doing everything... With an optimal goal of trying to get his family back and take down the secret cabal in Timeless. Spoilers if you haven't seen Timeless. Go watch Timeless. Go watch it on Netflix now. Listen, it's good. It's I sound n- like we we are sponsored by Timeless. We're we not. are not sponsored We're by not. Timeless. We're not. I'm just obsessed. I Shakira get this way. Is very obsessed. It's like I, I get this way, okay? <laughs> um, but like he he does all these bad things, and it's like okay. At the start of the season, he's made out to be a villain. You're yes. like. That guy's bad, he's killing people in history and he's not got a reason for it and it's like, well no, he does. And he, he does, says yeah. to you in the he says to the audience and he says to Lucy in the first episode, Here Lucy, here's your journal that you've told me to to abide by and do the stuff. You've told me the secret cabal is real. I'm gonna go try and destroy them. Yeah. A great anti hero. He does things, he gets things done. He's like people call him a monster. They call him a terrorist and a traitor to, like, America and stuff and the world. Dude, if my family was shot dead, I would go on on a spree to get them back. Like, I'd do exactly what he did. Like, he's just a really good anti-hero. I think, like, my... My issue with, with, like, like, timeless in general... Yeah. Is like every episode. Wyatt, I get it. I, I understand. No, no, it's not just Wyatt. I know you have a vendetta against him. I don't like That's him. That's not just the issue. My issue is like, I don't like the idea of someone changing time, like again. I and love again that idea. and again. And every time they go back, you know they're just gonna change something really big. And <laughs> but it's just... Flynn never changed anything really big. Like he, he does, though. He kills people. Yeah, but people that were supposed to have died. No, 
Not all of them. We killed Lincoln. Lincoln was assassinated. Yes. But some people <laughs> name one per- name one person he left alive. I can think of one, but name one person he left alive that shouldn't have died, like that should have died but didn't. Oh, Out of what you've my... seen so far. Yeah, I'm sure. And you to... have seen this episode that I'm thinking of. But the character eventually dies anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Go on, Charlie. Go on. Kate? Kate was supposed to die. I know she was supposed to die. She does die. Um, yeah? You can't blame Flynn for that. That's Wyatt's fault. Wyatt was the one who was like, oh, I'm going to save you. Oh, oh what? I'm going to save you even more now. You look like my dead wife. Get over yourself, man. <laughs> I can't remember, but what I'm trying to say is, like, the whole uh, the whole show... I was thinking of Jesse James, by the way, the cowboy. I haven't seen that one yet. Have you not? No. I'm so sorry. I, th- I thought you had. No. Oh, so he leaves him alive for a little bit, and then he can die anyway, so it's um, fine. Yeah, no. I just have an issue with, like, the show's principles <laughs> in general. The only people stopping things from happening is the actual team time themselves. The time team, Lucy, Wyatt, and Rufus are trying to stop things from happening. I think all of them... Are flawed characters though. Uh, Flynn's not flawed. <laughs> no, no, like in the sense that Wyatt has some. Wyatt like, has some issues regarding his wife mainly. Ru- for a good few episodes, I didn't like Rufus. Uh, yeah, but, but I thought he was that's a massive justified. snake. That's justified. He was a huge snake. Because they did all. something to his character and it was like, oh, and then they continue to do stuff to his character and you're like, well, you're kind of assassinating him here. Yeah. Because he's supposed to, he's a, he's a really good character. Like, So I think for a few episodes, he kind of went anti-hero-ish. Because even though, like, he wasn't doing things, like, for, like, bad things for good, he was doing yeah. bad things to protect his family, which I think you could consider kind of has anti-hero yeah. tendencies. But obviously, he, he wasn't, like, an anti-hero anti-hero. Yeah. Like, he, he isn't. But, like, he's I feel not like for the, those Flynn episodes... He's not anti-hero. He's... No, he's not classed as an anti-hero. But, yeah. But he's, he's, a, he's one of the good anti-heroes that I watch. Yes. I would like to think Negan is now an anti-hero from The Walking Dead. Cause I he... haven't seen it, so... Oh. So he basically he starts, off as a, he starts off as a villain. Yeah, I um, know that. Because you told me so about him. Bat guy, like, just... Yes. He's, got really, he's got really good lines in the show, in the comics, he's brilliant. Um, and currently where they're going with the show, which is, like, a complete... I don't know. It's not really... He's a 180 from the comics, but Negan's character is sort of still like he would be in the comics... He's he's basically just doing the good stuff. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm Negan. I'm I've been kidnapped for like five years and put in a jail cell. Um, my my people dead, gone, mm. abandoned. Um, but I think he's going down an anti-hero path. I'm kind of like curious to see where they're gonna go with it. Mm. If they kill him, I'm gonna kill them. But they're going somewhere. Mm. And obviously, you you said in the last one, Hamlet. Yes. You said Hamlet. Yes. I, Hamlet is definitely an anti-hero because he, I mean, he murders um, Ophelia's father thinking um, Ophelia's father is Claudius at the time, but um, he doesn't really obviously apologise for murdering Ophelia's father. Pollen- is he solely Pollinator? like an name. anti-hero because he kills a killer? No, he basically, <laughs> he he is an anti-hero because... He murders people for the sake of, of Denmark. The, of Denmark, yeah, for for Denmark, and to yeah. exact revenge for his 
murdered father. Yeah. So he kills Claudius, but um, in turn, he ends up killing like pretty much the entirety of his court. Yeah, um, and then himself. Himself, his mother um, is poisoned by Claudius, technically. Um, but yeah, that's a whole thing. Um, and the only one left alive in the courtroom is Horatio, pretty much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> um, so, in, and, like, like th- this is a massive, like, um, issue I have with Hamlet. And this is something that my, me and my English teacher used to argue about all the time. Do you remember? Um, Adams or Hadley? Adams. Adams. Okay. I'm sure Mr. Adams isn't going to listen to this, but, like, if you That'd do... That'd be really funny. I, I don't think he'd ever find this, but, If um, he ever listened we, to this, I'd be like... Yo. <laughs> we had a great English teacher called Mr. Adams, and he took our Got creative writing class. Got me through my GCSEs and yeah. my A-levels. Um, and he was great, Um, but me and Mr. Adams always had massive arguments about if Hamlet really was in love with Ophelia, or like... Oh, yeah, no, I do remember this. Yeah, I, do you remember I would always argue about it? Um, yeah. And... I think he actually does love her. Now, I've actually kind of changed my opinion. I kind of agree with him now um but the way i now see it is he can't act like he's in love with her because he has to go and kill a bunch of people and he doesn't want to entangle her in that but then she ends up dead committing suicide yeah yeah there's a door now so all his kind of good actions end up in like resulting in everyone dying yeah so like even though he is trying to do the right thing like it, it he doesn't i don't know it's a convoluted one with him <laughs> see i think another like anti-hero type thing and it's in a video game it's like all of the templars in assassin's creed that's a good point actually yeah. i feel like they're a bit like anti-heroes because even though they're made out to be the big villains like hmm. they want control of everything they want control in order to keep peace yeah and see, i feel I, like that's a big anti-hero i haven't played ha- assassin's creed like a lot i have played one of the games and i'm gonna be honest i don't think i really fully understood what i was there to do. i don't know what i was playing all i knew is i stabbed some people all in the I, face with a hidden blade all i knew is i was running around i was having a good time some people just tried to kill me i haven't they went oh assassino i started watching it it was not not great oh, it's very long for jeremy irons as well got he got done dirty it was they were both done dirty but yeah like, no could um, be a really good film but yeah i don't know I, I, it's basically is the whole concept of assassin's creed is that you play as the assassins yes i know who are that. trying to stop this temper order from gaining the biggest power in the world yes yeah i know it's always against the templars the, yeah which is the apple of eden which basically was sent down by some sort of sentient alien species um, yeah, it's a little bit like the first couple are just a bit wishy washy. A, a bit weird. The first one's not a great game. <laughs> it's not great. I can't remember which one I played. I went, I went back to play it on like Xbox 360, and the first thing I did was go, There's no counter attack. I can't get this right. <laughs> um, Gosh, don't but... you hate it when there's no counter attack? <laughs> don't you hate it when someone with a massive old sword comes swinging at you and you can't counter it and they just stab you in the eye? It's crazy. But uh, no, so basically, you just play as these assassins, you try and stop the Templars. Yeah. Um, and then in one of my favourite Assassin's Creed games, which is Rogue, you mm. are you start off with the assassin, but the assassin's like, Oh, they want 
they want to stop this thing. They do bad, like the assassins do a bad thing. Um, I can't remember what it really was. I think it might have been like they killed a lot of people, like a lot of innocent people. Um, yeah. And they're like, they did the Templars. They did it. They did it, or whatever. Um, and the assassin then goes to the side of the Templars, and it's sort of set just before Assassin's Creed Three. Yes. Um, or well, during it, there's like a prologue for Assassin's Creed Three mm-hmm. where you play as my favorite Templar, Hayden Kenway. Oh yeah, to be an assassin. I remember when you were obsessed <laughs> yeah. with him. Yeah, I do. He know. was he was supposed to be an assassin, but Reginald Birch, which is a Templar, kills his dad, and it's like yeah, all this stuff, and he gets raised in the Templar order. Um, and midway through that, like, there's the assassin that becomes a Templar, and that's a really big like anti-hero move. Yes. You go from being a good guy to a villain, or you do the exact opposite. Like, Flynn's gone from a villain to a good guy. Mm. Although it was always the good guy. Don't get it wrong, guys. <laughs> I feel like anti-heroes have a long journey. Yeah. Like, they, there is neither kind of good or bad. Or they have a start off bad, yeah. and they become good, or they start off good and become bad. My, my like, favourite is when they start off bad and become good. See, like, I know we discussed Sherlock last episode in a lot of detail, yeah. but for me, like, Sherlock is obviously a very big anti-hero, and he eventually becomes Does he do the good. opposite? Oh, he, he's not... No, because when you, like, literally, his whole, like, season one, like, argument is, I am not a good person, I solve crimes for the thrill of it, I don't do it to help people, I do it because Fair I'm dude. bored. And then, by the end of season three, he literally season two even he does things to save people yeah and he's on the side of the angels essentially Fair dues. so i feel like he has a massive character shift through like from good from bad to good anti-hero yeah. um uh, i think that you can argue that the doctor from doctor who is an anti-hero well different like regenerations and reincarnations yeah. have obviously different um personalities i mean for, like definitely some of doctor who's doc the doctor's personalities for, um, you know, the different Doctors. Yeah. Definitely have qualities of anti-heroes in some of them. Like... You were trying to think now? <laughs> no, like, like I don't know, like, the scene where Ten and... Ten's, like, one of the last of Ten scenes where um, he's, he's just defeated the Master and then Wilfred is in the chemical... Oh, yeah. Where he's in, like, the nuclear block yes. a bit um, thing. Yes, and Ten goes on this massive, like, massive, like, monologue, basically. He's basically, like... One of the saddest monologues it, in history. It's so... It's heartbreaking. He's basically, like, this is not where I was meant to die. This is, like, not how it's meant to end. I was meant to go off and do so he, much he more with like, my life, but and now I'm not going to get to because of you. He thinks the master's the one that is doing it, because obviously it's the four beats. Yes. And they're like, oh, it's the master. He's got drumming in his head. And it's four not, beats, and it's not. It, it's, Wilfred. it's Wilfred's tapping on the door. Wilfred it's, stupidly got into the thing to save somebody else, and now the doctor has to save him, and in turn, the and like, got regenerating. It's so sad, because, like, you know the doctor's going to do it, because he's mm. not going to let Wilfred die, but you can tell, like, he doesn't want to, because he doesn't want to give up his life. And yeah. I feel like for me, that was a big kind of... Not maybe anti. I don't know if it. I would. Uh, it would class as anti-hero, but like, it definitely was a moment where I think he was questioning, yeah. like his whole morality for like a good like two minutes. It's basically him lamenting about how he doesn't want to get yeah. in the tank and die for Wilfred, but he's gonna do it anyway because it's the right thing to do. I think that anti-heroes are really difficult to write. And yeah, get well, yeah. Because like, like 
when I'm trying to write an anti-hero, I end up coming full 60, like, 360, this guy's bad. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm writing a kind of anti-hero right now yeah. in my fiction writing piece for uni. And it's basically... Just me. <laughs> You're right about me? No, I'm basically, um, I'm doing, like, a Persephone Hades um, oh, retelling. nice. Um, Are you making Hades a... No, Demeter Ooh. is an anti-hero because basically she's trying to protect Persephone, yes. but she goes about it in a really awful way. Like she's very controlling, she very manip- almost yeah, very oh, manipulative. Um, and I found it really hard to write because like she's yeah. traditionally not that kind of character, and it's hard to find a balance between she's pure evil and she's doing this for the right reasons. Yeah. And it's really like difficult to kind of get that balance. Okay, yeah. and to do it like. Um... I know, I, I write loads of short stories with prompts and stuff. Yeah. And when you want to get an anti-hero into it, um, what just unplugged? Mm. Sorry, something just unplugged. I think it was the headphones. Um, but basically when you're trying to get a good, a good hero into it, or like a good anti-hero, it's very difficult. And, sorry, I'm, just, I'm really trying to check on this mic. Is it okay? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Cool. <laughs> um, we won't, I can't remember. and in, in, in Walking Dead and everything like that, 
they've got really good clothing. You're like, boom, mm-hmm. these colors are anti-hero colors. They're villain hit colors. It just it's great. But the thing that made me go, oh wait, Finn's not the villain. Yeah. Because I I automatically gravitate to a villain because I'm I like, know you do. let me see someone do a bad thing because I can't do the bad thing without going to jail. Um. <laughs> so- <laughs> I mean, it's true, isn't it? It is true. Let's be real. But the bit where I was like, oh, Finn's a good guy, is in the Watergate tapes, which I think is like must be like four episode four or five in the first season of Timeless where yeah. he's talking about what made him go down this path where he's telling Wyatt he's like oh my family's been killed my wife the dialogue is so like the dialogue is so powerful in that scene it's also very fragile it's fragile he's like, like you can tell that like, he's at like one minute away from kind of completely like, yeah one kind of like incident away from completely falling apart it's like for, for the start of the season you're like this is a really strong villain yeah. like he's so convicted with his what he's got to do mm. his convictions are strong and then all of a sudden he starts to talk about the bad thing that happened and the way that goran plays it mm. and the way that they've written it is like oh wait hold on because he's like the most powerful bit of dialogue is like they call them or like we call them silencers but they're not really silent. Mm. And that's when you go, hold on, what? <laughs> and then he goes on and he's like, not not a night when it's like two shots murdering your family or killing your family. And you're like, oh, this is harrowing. <laughs> like, I remember, I bawled my eyes out. I was like, no, Flynn. I remember feeling very like, I feel like because maybe I hadn't, you kind of spoiled it for me. I did spoil it so for I you. So I feel like maybe, like, which is fine. I threw I you like in the if deep I, end. If I had watched it with no context, I probably would have found that more upsetting. Yeah. And more like, oh my god, that's really sad. Rather than I was kind of sad that like, well, I already knew that information, so this is sad, but like, I don't feel like really sad about yeah. it. Um, but like, something I find really interesting is that um, it seems like all anti-heroes have like, the same thing in common where they all seem to be like minutes away from having a complete breakdown have you noticed that like hamlet literally throughout the entire play is having a a mental breakdown sherlock i feel like is always a moment away from having a mental breakdown macbeth is always moments away from having a mental breakdown um um jack harkness jack jack has lost everything and then he still goes on um, he does a lot of questionable things as well. Yeah. He does it. He tries to do it for the right reasons. Um, he even like tortured. Deadpool. And Deadpool is a very comedic anti-hero. Yes. But he's Deadpool very, like, has... He a, hides it in his comedy. He has so many issues. Yeah. Like, so many. And you think like, yeah, he had cancer. He basically died. His like, Life fiance. Fiance, yep. Like, didn't know he was alive. Then in the second film, spoilers if you haven't seen any of Deadpool, go watch it. Um, may not be for you, it may be. It depends on your kind of comedy. Um, sometimes I think they take it a bit too far, but most of the time... <laughs> I love it. Most of the time I find it, like, pretty funny. Um, and then in the second one, his his wife, fiance dies, and, like, that's a whole thing. So he has a lot of trauma happening, like, yeah. throughout pretty much constant in the films and in the comics and he deals with it through comedy but like in reality it's masking this kind of constant mental issues and mental breakdown he's probably going through 
Which I think is really interesting because, like, I feel like heroes and villains, like, are more black and white normally. Like, yeah. normally they have, like... you got the heroes that are white, the villains that are black, and then you got this grey area where the anti-heroes Yeah, start. well, it's called a morally grey area yeah. with, with anti-heroes because, like... I have them all the time. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes out. I can't help it. No filter. <laughs> This is fine. Um, it's true. No. <laughs> like, I think the morally grey area is where some of the most interesting characters come yeah. from. Because they're neither good, but they're neither bad. So it's this kind of And you can't make weird... up your mind, because you're like, oh, well, they're a good guy. Oh, no, wait, they just... They did, just did a bad thing. Did a bad th- they brought oh, the no, bank. They're oh, actually no. good. And I feel like you're always on the constant edge yeah. between the two. And, like, that's kind of why I like them so much, because you can never fully decide whether you, like, agree with their actions or you disagree with their yeah. actions. And I think that's really interesting, but also really hard to write and convey. It is, yeah. So, yeah. It's like, I always agree with everything they do that's morally wrong, and then when they do something morally right, I'm like, stop it! Don't do it! It doesn't benefit you! Stop it! Don't be a yeah, good guy. Yeah, but you would think that. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm more like, oh, I want Listen, to see you do good things. My philosophy is good guys come last. <laughs> no, nothing great happens to the nice people in the world. Well, it's like, um, again, I'm referencing Shakespeare a lot, but, but that's because in Shakespeare there's, like, a lot of anti-heroes. Shakespeare does a really good anti-hero. He has a lot, um, and Othello is, like, a massive one, um... When Othello, like, has kind of been manipulated by Iago into murdering his wife, Iago Desdemona. Iago is... No, the, the, I was about to say a parrot from, from Aladdin. It is the parrot from Aladdin, <laughs> but... <laughs> no, it... Iago is also a villain in Othello. Um, <laughs> which is where you. I think, actually, Aladdin, like, the Disney film, got the name from, yeah. because Iago is a master manipulator in Othello, yes. and he also is in... Disney. Yes. He whispers in um Disney are just Disney just looked at Shakespeare and went, Well have that. It's true they did though. <laughs> War was Beauty and the Beast like Midsummer Night's Dream. With the donkey. Oh, oh my god, you've just blown my mind. <gasps> no With the donkey and the, the Yeah, the, the Enchantress queen. would be Ooh, that's so weird. Oh, I'm actually having like a little like mental brain breakdown. Yeah, I still remember when we were in like year six and I was yeah, they... Hippolytus. Yes, they they uh, a theatre company came and performed. Um... And I was queen, like I should be. <laughs> 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 I'd be the worst queen. I'd be a dictator, <laughs> just a rule. Yeah, you would. Um... <laughs> you do something out of my control. In the in the in the dungeons. No, it's good though. They came to our school, and I remember like distinctly. Um, one of the guys who, I think he was Puck, he was like, can anyone, like, tell me what, like, um, four characters all in love with one another is? And I immediately, like, put my hand up and I was like, it's a love circle. And he was like, yes, excellent. Why is it a circle? Why not square? (laughs) There's four sides, four characters. It just doesn't, you don't call it a love square, you call it a love circle. I'm going to call it It's like love triangle, love circle, love quadruple. (laughs) Get into it. If it's a love circle, it should just be an infinite thing. Like, just loads of people though, love each because other. Because someone else is in love with someone else, and that person... Do you know what I mean? It's a square. <laughs> I think it's a circle, but, um... <laughs> or a rectangle. <laughs> but anyway, no, Othello. So yeah. basically, Othello murders his wife, Desdemona, because Iago convinces her 
wait, no. Iago convinces Othello that Desdemona has <laughs> been cheating on him. I was like, yeah. I've got the gender wrong there. <laughs> Um, so Des, so Othello kills Desdemona, and then once he finds out what Iago's done, like, he kills himself, because he's like, I can't live with the grief of knowing I have murdered my wife, and she hasn't even done anything wrong. I would have just been like, get over yourself, fool. Just move on. I don't think he would Plenty more that. fish in that sea. <laughs> Not for Othello. No, because he's dead. Yeah. He dead. It'd be like plenty more fish in what's the uh, river sticks or whatever. I don't know. Yes, river sticks. Yeah, I was right. Weird intellect. I think someone pronounced it stikes, but I say stick. Wow, me and intellect sticks. I'm actually writing about the river leaf right now. The river leaf. Yeah, so it's basically a Greek Zelda. river in. <laughs> I don't know why it's I said not that. Zelda. <laughs> it's a Greek <laughs> river in the underworld where if it's you... a level for Mario Kart. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm an idiot, okay? <laughs> this is useful information for you. It's a Greek river in the yes. underworld, which if you drink from it or you submerge yourself in it, you forget all your memories. You forget everything. Are you saying that I've bathed in this river? No. But like, if you ever need any Greek, like, references in your writing. I'm going to walk into therapy and like, hey, I was about to say a name, I'm not going to say a name. No, let's not hey. disclose that. <laughs> I bathe in the river leaf. <laughs> Have fun. Do you know what you're talking about? No. I've already but... said that like to my parents, if if I don't like the group therapy, I'm just going to walk in and be like, oh, I thought this was NA. Whoops. Wrong room. <laughs> and just leave. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Listen, I know how I do things. <laughs> I also told my dad that um, if I ever went to jail... I'd plead insanity. I think I can get away with it. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> you disagree. Just not agree. I'm already your alibi for if anything happens. Yeah. So I've like six alibis. Oh, thanks. That makes me feel so special. Listen, sometimes, sometimes you need certain alibis for certain things. You know. I don't know why you've entrusted me with this in the first place. Because I'm a I terrible didn't. liar. I haven't entrusted you yet. I don't need your alibi yet. Well, well wait, like, as in, I no, just trusted me. That to was me be showing my affection. You know? You show that you care by making someone an alibi and an accessory to a crime. It's fine. I feel so offended right now. <laughs> this <but> is. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. better than what Heather is. Heather's a patsy. <laughs> like, she'd be the one I blame it on. <laughs> She's gonna listen to this, she's like, God damn it. <laughs> I wouldn't let you blame it on Heather. You wouldn't? No. That's why I've got five other alibis. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, anyway, back to anti-heroes. Sometimes you gotta stab a guy and have some alibis. Not a thing you say, no. No. <laughs> too far. Too far. Too <laughs> far. Anyway, anti-heroes. Sometimes they've got to stab a guy for a good reason. Yeah. I could be an anti-hero. <laughs> I can just grey area. Morally grey. I don't know. I, I, just, uh, I like anti-heroes a lot. I, I don't agree with everything they do. I do. I think they're... I do not. Like, for sure, they do it for good reasons sometimes, but I think some of the, like, methods to get there aren't okay. They aren't. Yeah. I don't know. 
Sometimes it's just the easiest method. Right. Here, I'm going to bring up an anti-hero that you love. And I don't. And I think you already know who I'm going to talk about. You're going to talk about Snape? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, for those of you who are not aware, I am a very big Harry Potter fan. You are. Um, and I actually want to do an episode in the future talking you're about... A, you're a Hufflepuff. Harry Potter. I am. I'm a massive Hufflepuff. I'm a Slytherin. Um, I know. <laughs> I think they figured that out <laughs> by now. Um, I'm the good Slytherin. Morally corrupt Slytherin. <laughs> the good one, though. <laughs> no, you're not. But, basically... Hey, um, I wouldn't be a Death Eater. No, you wouldn't. I end up like Avada Kedavra and Voldemort. I'm like, I, have to, I can't put. put I can't rubbish. deal with this drama today. <laughs> I don't want I have drama. to go to work. <laughs> Listen, I don't want the tea. I want to go. Did I use it right? Yes, tea. You did. Woo! <laughs> I gotta go. I, I don't gotta want be this somewhere tea today. <laughs> it's four in the morning. I gotta be somewhere. <laughs> um, but you, Snape. Your obsession with a twelve-year-old boy is unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, that's... Oh, no. But that's true, right? Yeah, he... Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Snape, Snape. Snape. Yes, Snape. Basically. Right. Yes. Snape turns out to be... The good along. guy. He's made out to be the villain. N- no. This is where... He's made out to be the horrible person. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make a list on my fingers of all the terrible okay. things Snape has done. He is racist to his best friend Lily, calls her in love blood. Okay. He's in love with Lily, completely, which, like, is nothing wrong with that. You're allowed to be in love with someone. But he's in yes. love with her to the point where when her husband and child are murdered, he steps over the husband's body, goes and cradles her, completely ignores Harry, completely forgets Harry's there, abandons Harry in the house, and leaves. I... For Sirius and maybe Hagrid to know- come and get him. Maybe he knows the amount of trouble that Harry's going to put his life in. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just trying to justify Snape. <laughs> you can't justify him no. to me. He He's a bully. He bullies Neville throughout the entirety of the I books. I bully Neville. Have you seen that kid? <laughs> I'm not kidding. You're awful. <laughs> the kids are their Harry's parents. Gonna have... him. <laughs> his parents aren't dead. Are they not? No, Why Harry's parents are dead. His parents, his parents are his in... His parents did die. No, they're not. They're Neville's... in St. Mongo's. Um, because, um... Voldemort did the Cruciatus curse on them and oh, they, so they've, they've lost dead. their minds. They're pretty much dead. They're though. not dead. Are they mentally stable enough to live their lives? No, but they aren't dead. Are they vegetables? No. They're walking about. They can talk. They, can they just don't... About. They can't process Why anything. Why doesn't Neville go visit his parents? He does. Oh, he does. In the fourth book... Nice. Or the fifth book. I can't remember. I think it, I feel like it's the fourth book. Um, he goes and visits them, and Harry and the others bump into him there. I think it's the fifth book, actually, because they're there to see Arthur. I'm not sure if this is correct. Please don't, like, come for my blood or anything. Please go for it. Um, <laughs> funny. And they see Neville there, and Neville, like, introduces them to his parents, and his parents don't know what's going on, basically. And it's really sad, because like, you, don't, you don't know anything about got, this like, until this Alzheimer's. point. Alzheimer's. It's but yeah, basically, yeah. They can't... It's like, they can't... I like the Cruciatus first. Well, it's... it's it's the torture one. It's isn't despicable, it? but yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> hey, I I know some people that need that curse. I'm gonna stop you there. Okay. <laughs> Before we go into territory we can't come back from. Which territory would be? I don't know, be? but like let's just stay away from it. <laughs> what do you expect? Some police officers swap down my door. <laughs> you Same. said this in a podcast? <laughs> No, no one cares. Um, it's, it's 2020. 
<laughs> We're probably going to get a plague this year. Every... No. <laughs> that last... meme is awful yeah. and it really scared me. I love that meme. If you haven't seen the meme, it's just the plague doctors. Because every... Uh, every like every time it's the 20s, there's a plague. <laughs> yeah, so 1820, there was a plague. 1920, there was a plague. That's what? 2020, there was a plague. Yeah, that plague is... Tr- <laughs> what were you? <laughs> I almost said Trump. Oh, well, that's a big move. But, big that, move. <laughs> but let's avoid politics, because yes. I feel like we're just going to end up Snape, screaming you, about you're still listing, listing his flaws. Oh, yeah. Flaws Basically, crucial for his character his, his His whole justification for everything he's done, all the bad treatment to Harry, yeah. all the bad treatment to Neville, like all of his like conniving, bullying ways, is that he was in love with Lily the whole time, and he did everything for her. Yeah. If he was in love with Lily, right, this is my qualm, he would have looked after Harry better. He would have protected Harry. If you're in love with someone, you don't hate their child. But in his defence... Right. And you're going to kill me, but in his defence, if you were playing both fields as a Death Eater and then also a good guy... Yes. And you were in a school with the guy that, that Voldemort wants to kill... Yeah. Are you then going to be... And you know that Voldemort has Death Eaters everywhere. Are you then going to be really, really kind to Harry and put that yourself in a position where Voldemort could then... Like, you could be outed to Voldemort for being really kind to this kid who Voldemort wants to kill? But the, the issue with that is, though, they don't know... Like, they don't think Voldemort is back until the fourth book. No, but... So, for the first few books... They know like, that he books, could come back. Yeah, but the, for the first few books, you think maybe Snape would be, like, a bit kind of nah. well to like i don't think he's a redeemable anti-hero to me he's just kind of a villain i think that they they portrayed him in the films as to be redeemable i feel like alan rickman does a really good snape like he does a I, plus the alan rickman is an amazing snape but i feel like the books in the film portray him very differently, differently yeah. um and i feel like the books they See, I still like, I feel like really... she definitely tries to redeem him, but yeah. I feel like for me, and I think for some people, it's not enough. Yeah. I personally, that's just my personal like thoughts on it. But yeah, is there any other anti-heroes you can like think of you want to talk about? Um, anti-heroes. I know there's someone somewhere, but I can't remember them. Looks like no, because I can't figure out when no? anti-hero. No. Okay. Was there anything else you want to, like, discuss about anti-heroes or anything? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that pause. Just, nope. <laughs> that pause as I looked to my DVD collection, like, hmm. Is there any there? Anti-heroes. Yeah, I have one you, that you, um, that you... Magneto. Yeah. Although he Magneto does from X-Men. Border more on villain, but... I think he's an anti-hero. He's a, yeah, he is like, an anti-hero. He constantly goes back and forth between he I'm going to do like this really because, bad thing for no like for, for my own reason. Because he's a mutant. Because like, obviously Magneto's are like, mutant kind, win! Like, yeah. Because he knows that, that humans vilify mutants. Yeah. So, I mean, they kill his child and they, wife. They do. That seems to be a big thing with like males who are anti-heroes. anti-heroes. They kill their child and 
and why. Now I'm going to see the connection between Flynn and Magneto and it's going to kill me. You probably just start seeing connections everywhere where yeah. they, they kill the spouse and child. Because it's kind of true, isn't it? Although that one, that's like the worst bit because it's all in like, Magneto's obviously metal. I think that one hurt me more because like, Magneto's... Oh, the way in... his family dies is yeah. horrible. Because he's there and he's like, he's trying to stop it. He's trying it, to stop it, yeah. Because he's like, at this point he is out of the game. He's like, I'm yeah, gonna not, be human. Yeah, he's living a full human life. Yeah, and then obviously his his family get brutally murdered in front of him because someone recognises him as Magneto because he saved some guy's life. Yeah, and you're like, well, okay. But then they call um the is it the military in? We're gonna call them that. I was gonna call them the Hit Squad. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Don't know that whatever they are. Um, and basically his wife and child would get like killed by the same Absolutely. arrow, isn't it? Was it an arrow or was it like a, a plastic bullet? It gets shot through both of them anyway. Yeah, it kills them, and he's like, "Oh no!" And then he goes like, full and he goes like, full rage. villain. Yeah, like I am back. I am Magneto. But I feel like he everyone. like swings between he good does. and bad throughout the whole he film swings series because of Charles. Charles. Yeah. Charles is his like. Charles is like his grounding unit. Charles is like his morality, basically. He honestly is. Um. Yeah, so, so yeah, Magneto is technically, you can class him as an anti-hero, but I feel like he borders mostly on villain. Mm. He does do the few things where he's like, oh yeah, I'm a good guy. Really. Like, in the recent disappointing film... I haven't seen it. Don't watch it. it. It's so disappointing. Okay. But he I did does try and kill Jean. Oh... He does. That's interesting. But he does it because Jean's gone like full. Yeah, she. Jean I know she's gone a bit mystique. crazy. <gasps> no. Yeah. Spoiler, by the way. Spoiler, spoiler. Don't bother watching it anyway. If you haven't seen Dark Phoenix yet. But really? Yeah. He so Jean. So it's, he doesn't kill her. But so Jean kills Mystique. Jean, oh, I like Mystique. Mystique That's tries sad. to stop Jean from going like full bad, um, and in doing so, Jean sort of loses it, and ends up throwing Mystique, and Mystique gets impaled. Ow. And at this point, I don't think Magneto's there. I don't think Eric's there. And obviously, Eric well, has that weird relationship Eric's with Mystique. Eric's kind of in love with her, but kind of not. Yeah. She's more in love with him, and he kind of like has her on the side. It's yeah. a weird relationship. But yeah, I'm guessing he was very yeah. angry. He's like, Mort, she should die. Well, Mark Fassbender as Magneto is one of the best. He is ever. a good. Magneto. And James McAvoy is Charles. Oh, they're, they're just such a really good like they're, duo. Again, their great. chemistry together is really good. They have great on-screen chemistry, and probably great off-screen chemistry. They're yeah, good I think friends. they're good friends, so that's nice. I, I watch interviews with them both. It's hilarious. <laughs> But like having like Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart like yes. as the older um older Charles men. and Magneto like they have amazing chemistry and they always have so it's really nice that they yeah. found younger actors who embody that chemistry too I really like that it's really good but yeah, but yeah I think that concludes our antihero episode nice which is great I still really love antiheroes I I love them too I just I think like. I think I think more about their actions and like kind of what they're doing to the people around them. And I just think that they're really cool. Yeah. And that Marge Simpson's meme is I just think they're neat. (laughs) 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 But no, I love Antiheroes. Garcia Flynn is my biggest favourite antihero currently because he was just written so beautifully and the way that they end timeless, I'm not gonna spoil it, but they do like a whole they do the circular narrative. Where they they swing back to the start of the season, yeah. and you're like this big powerful time after time Cindy Lauper cover, 
perfect. Yeah. It's brilliant. Watch it. Honestly, I implore you to. It's so good. And play also play Assassin's Creed. You need to play Assassin's Creed. I really need to play it. I was going to buy it on Switch, and then everyone was like, oh, the graphics are terrible on the Switch if you buy it on Switch. So I yeah, but you can put a Switch up to TV. I know, you can. And have slightly better graphics. Yeah, I know. I think everyone was just like, hey, you shouldn't buy okay. it. I'm going to I'm gonna it. buy it, and then when you come back from uni, I'm going to make you play it. Cool. Yeah. Deal. That's it. Well, thank you for tuning in. Um, yeah. That's it. Um, we don't know what we're discussing next episode at all, so that will be yeah. a fun surprise for you all. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the the hat trick. We're gonna pull out something and we're just gonna talk about it. Yeah, it's basically what we've been doing this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, make sure you follow our Tumblr like for regular updates or if you want to ask us any questions. Um, thank you all so much for the support you've given right now we really appreciate yeah. it i don't know whether you can hear an alexa in the background <laughs> who knows if you can Random. send your cyborg skynet <laughs> bye <laughs>